Orgasmic Enlightenment, where the sexual and spiritual come together. I'm Kimanami, and I'm a holistic sex and relationship coach and a vaginal weightlifter. In this show, we explore all things intimate. I believe that our sexual energy is life force, creative energy, and we can use it to shape our worlds, strengthen our relationships, and self-actualize. I blend the most avant-garde information from neuroscience, ancient sexual practices like Tantra and Taoism, to renegade wellness modalities to show you how to create gourmet sex in your lives. Come one, come all. Lit vagina equals more cash. When your vagina is happy and healthy and getting well fucked on a regular basis, it is very productive. In fact, your life and your work output are directly related to your vaginal satisfaction. Your sexual flow and your financial flow are intimately connected. If you want to make more money, have more sex. Sex with your partner, sex with yourself, it all counts. When you turn on your vagina, you turn on your life. With a turned on and activated vagina, your creative powers are at their maximum potential. Your vagina is your mover and your shaper. This is your creative source. As you wake it up and then you activate it to be the divine birther of all things, it does exactly that energetically. It magnetizes opportunities, people, ideas, and wealth right into your lap. The second chakra, which governs the reproductive organs, is also the chakra of money and creativity. So what's the connection? When you are expressing yourself and giving your gifts to the world, when you really show up in your life, when you put yourself out there, the universe responds in kind. It rewards you. (laughs) Energy comes back to you in the form of abundance and wealth and all of the things your heart desires. It is the great universal exchange. The more you get in touch with your sexual energy, which is your creative blueprint. Remember, all of your entire genetic coding is housed here. As you get in touch with this, this is your true self. And so your work, your self-expression becomes more of an extension of the real you. This isn't something, you know, like some kind of job that you do and show up just to pay the bills. We're talking more about the concept of a vocation, right? So this becomes a reflection of your innermost, deepest self. And the gifts that you have to give in the world. You self-realize in all parts of your life. Right now, I spend about half my year in Bali, sometime in Australia, sometime in Los Angeles, and then other beaches and amazing places around the planet. And people often look at my lifestyle, me living and traveling and surfing and lifting objects with my vagina all over the world, and they say, oh, you you are so lucky. And I smile and I say, "Mm, I created this, or rather, my vagina created this. Let's give credit where credit is due. I often use the hashtag powered by vagina to show that I've created my life via my sexual energy. And there were years where I was earning a decent living, but it was very money in, money out. I was having a hard time generating a surplus. And so I made some changes in my direction. I got braver about expressing my truth. I cleaned up all the debris and the potential leakages in my life. And I had some massive sexual breakthroughs. And then the money began to pour in and I passed that break even barrier and took off at light speed. So let's talk about what I mean uh, with leaks for a moment. And 
A leak is anything, anywhere in your life where you are giving or draining away your vital energy. And usually it's unconscious, or at least in terms of knowing that you are losing energy in this place. An example of an energy leak would be a dysfunctional relationship. And this would be a connection that tends to leave you feeling more exhausted, underfucked, sad, frustrated, and with energy lost rather than energy gained. So instead of feeling uplifted, you feel tired out by it. Another example would be having a weak vagina. So your pelvic floor muscles are flimsy and they aren't able to hold in your chi when they haven't been properly exercised. So this was and is a big deal in the Taoist universe. You have a major energy point at your perineum and it's actually referred to as the gate of life and death. And this is because it's a receiving and broadcasting station for all of the other organs, energy, and even cosmic universal energy. This point is also connected to your navel, which is your chakra of manifestation. So when your pelvic floor is weak, your energy is gushing out. And this means that your creative powers are also diminished and your overall health might not be so great either. So sealing leaks on both levels is essential for creating abundance. When you seal leaks in your life, then you increase your vaginal power, you strengthen your ability to create in the world. And as I always say, sexual energy is life force energy, the energy that generates new life. And if you aren't creating babies, then you need to be directing that energy somewhere. If you don't, it will invert back on you in all sorts of destructive ways creating everything from depression to weight gain to health problems to zero cash flow. You have the creative power of the universe at your genitals. Use it. Your reproductive organs have metaphysical and energetic potential. And when you awaken and activate them, you can use them to shape your world. Bottom line, you need your vagina. (laughs) It is your wisdom, power, creativity, and cash source. It becomes a living, breathing, entity within you. And this is one of the first things I guess that I noticed in my own yoni egg practice is that the more I began to use the egg, and it wasn't even that much, only a few times, I began to have this sense like my vagina was this sentient being, like it had its own consciousness. It was this thing that lived inside of me. You know, (laughs) there was me and there's my vagina. So what is the best way to activate your vagina? Okay, here's what I suggest. And later in the podcast, we are going to have one of our well-fucked all-stars, Haley, who's going to also share how she did it. First off, activate and strengthen your genitals. As I've said, most women are walking around with numb and quite weak vaginas. And if your vagina is numb, not only are you not feeling much pleasure during sex, and then you'll probably start to think you have a low libido because who wants to have sex when you can't feel anything, but you can't truly activate these superpowers until you feel it and you own it. And that pussy is a part of you. Because we live in a culture that is so openly antisexual and yet hypersexual all at the same time, most people don't fully claim and own their sexual power. They dissociate from it and from their genitals and then from themselves. And this dissociation manifests as numbness. Sexual and emotional trauma are also internalized and stored in the genitals. In order to access and unleash their true creative power, you have to wake them up. In the past weeks, I've been talking about yoni massage and jade egg work as 
incredibly wonderful ways to denumb and awaken the vagina. So these are both excellent tools to inhabit your reproductive organs. Second up would be <laughs> have deeper and more powerful life-changing orgasms. I know it's a bit of a chicken and egg haha situation, but orgasms clear and open energy channels in your body. Your orgasms, especially the deeper vaginal orgasms, act as this giant scrub brush to go through your energy meridians and blast away stagnant and stuck energy. And so by the vaginal internal orgasms, I mean G-spot, cervical orgasms, these not only give you the biggest biochemical kick, but they're also what I refer to as the life-changing orgasms. They come from the very depths inside of you and they release all kinds of stuck energy, reconnecting you to your true self. And then from this place, you can more easily create your life. My podcast two weeks ago was on the power of cervical orgasms and how they are so deeply cathartic and self-realizing. Yes, you can have the benefits of hours of therapy, a plant medicine experience, and an out-of-body meditation all in one. These are one of your best energy leak-fixing and block-clearing tools that you have available to you all through your orgasms right at your fingertips tips. Third up would be to get in your feminine flow. Your vagina is the epicenter for your feminine energy. When you're in touch with your feminine, you flow in life. You stop fighting and resisting and you begin to intuitively feel into what is right for you. You make better decisions from your heart, your vagina, and your true self. In the archetypal energies of masculine and feminine, the qualities of the feminine are openness, surrender, receptivity, but most of us have bought into the idea that in order to be successful in the world and to get anything done, we have to occupy more of our masculine selves. We have to work hard, keep going, fight the good fight in order to achieve anything. There is a different way of doing things. You can practice receptivity. So this is the art of attracting good things to you rather than slogging to get them. All of the things I've spoken about so far are instrumental in helping you to open up and surrender to trust yourself and life and the process of being in love and intimate. This is where you occupy your greatest superpowers when you're in this place of trust and openness. So as you learn to open up and drop your guard through clearing your sexual blocks, you pave the way for the deeper orgasms and the deeper orgasms help you to live more in this perpetually open state of receiving and trusting abundance. And then, of course, clear the blocks in your sexual relationship. So I've spoken a bit already on the idea of sealing leaks. Blocks cause energy leaks as well as just stop up the whole flow. And leaks will block positive things from coming into your life. So they're kind of similar but different, I guess. Like clearing blocks and sealing leaks applies to both your own relationship with sex and within an intimate partnership. If you carry internalized sexual expression, and we all do unless we consciously clear it, it weighs you down until you confront it. If you carry trauma that hasn't been processed and resolved, it taints your sexual energy. It places a filter on it that mutates its expression. And the same thing applies to your relationship. If there are unresolved issues, this stunts the true procreative power that you can have together. And then all of this shows up as impeded cash flow. One couple I was working with had decades of 
of financial instability. They were self-employed, and this would show up as a lot of feast or famine, but mostly famine. <laughs> and all of this mirrored their marital blocks. So meaning that once we worked on healing and clearing issues within their intimate relationship, they began to notice this correspondence in their ability to bring in abundance. And so they would literally get a phone call come in the day after we had a session together with an invitation for a new job. <laughs> like each time that we process some kind of block that had been sitting in the ethers for years, they would get a job offer. This was like clockwork. And so this can actually be pretty fun, this energetic and sexual feng shui. You know, watch for when each time you release a block or you fix a leak and that you'll draw something even better and more powerful into your life. This is a spiritual law. Nature does not leave things in a vacuum. It fills up the space. All right, now I want to introduce you to Haley. Haley has taken my vaginal kung fu salon and she was, is also in my mentorship and teacher training program. So in the middle of the program, she had some radical shifts with money, which I wanted her to share with you, as well as her overall experiences with the connections between sex and finances and the process of surrender. Well fucked all stars. Hi, Haley. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. So I'm so excited to jam with you today on the topic of sex and money, honey. Mm-hmm. My favorite. So tell me about your experiences with the whole idea that I talk about and have seen in my own life and in the people I work with is that the more that they clear their own sexual blockages, whatever those might be within themselves, within their own current intimate relationship from the past, their own ideas about sex, and the more that they inhabit their sexual energy, the more that they really bring out their creative power and even their manifesting power, which translates into more of what they want, their true dreams, their true... Um, what they want to create in their lives and money that shows up as abundance in every possible way. And so you had an amazing experience that I thought would highlight that very well. And then anything else that you want to share with us that you've noticed in your journey and how opening up sexually has translated into how you create and manifest in the world. Oh my goodness. Okay. So I was not ready for the experience that I had. Like I didn't expect that it was going to come so hard and so fast and so quickly, to be perfectly honest Sounds with like you. A great it was like, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was like going down a hill and just no brakes, but holding onto the handles <laughs> and just, I had to just let go and see what was happening and hold on tight and, and let it happen. Just let it happen. Um, so in other words, it felt like it was completely out of my control, but I never felt like I was unsupported. Like I was, it was dangerous or anything like that. Um, but what started to happen after I opened up to really surrendering, like surrendering, 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 I believe that money is energy and everything is energy. And what I was experiencing prior to doing this work with you was that there was an energy in my body, there was some stuck energy around like sexual, stuck energy in the sexual parts of my body. In my sexual being, like I don't even want to say it was parts of my body. It was just like there was an area that I, I was comfortable talking about, I loved talking about, but 
I couldn't get that depth and that richness. And when I started exploring it, it was like the energy started moving through my body in a completely different way. And you really taught me about surrender, Kim. And so, you know, people ask about like, how can I see my blind spots? How can I, how can I find a quantum leap in my life? Like, how can I, how can I see what I can't see? And my answer to that is always do the things that you avoid, do the things that you are afraid of and look at what you know is available to you right now to actually do and to shift and change and do that. Even if you think that has nothing to do with my life or my business or money or what I want to manifest, do it because it's what's available to you in this moment. It's going to be elegant. It's going to be clean. It's going to be easy. And so when I found you, it was the most inconvenient time to start doing some work on this. Like I'm talking like you couldn't find a more inconvenient time. I just moved across the country. My whole life was in a container, still is. We were renovating a house and we were just spending so much money on our house. And I was actually living next door at my parents' house with my parents and it was winter and it was freezing. And so one of the biggest things I was really afraid of in working with you was like, if I go down this path, like I was feeling called to it. It was something that was available to me. I knew that it was available. I knew I could do it, but I was like, if I go down this path, I'm going to be living in a house with my parents talking about sex with people (laughs) when there's always someone in the next room. Like I was deeply afraid of that. I didn't know that my family just needed to hear that or if they were ready for it or whatever. It was so intimidating the Australian dollar was like down a hole. It was essentially like twice as much almost, not quite, but to, to start working with you. We were spending money on renovation. And like to top it off, it was winter. The only warm room in the house, <laughs> the only warm room in the house was one with a fireplace in it. And like all four of us, me, my partner, my two parents would be in the room. Like my dad would be watching the footy. My mom's watching a gardening show on YouTube. My, my boyfriend's watching something else. And I'm watching videos about the benefits of eating cum on <laughs> my laptop. <laughs> like this is just it was so confronting for me to even say yes just knowing what I was up for but it was available and I I said yes and I was all into it like I had to make it work because it was so it was so inconvenient but I was feeling like those feelings of I've got to be here I've got to do this this is something that I'm feeling called to do right now not later but right now and now I believe that money is energy and so you don't just believe that like in one area of your life, like, oh, I believe money is energy and it works for me in my business. You believe it like everywhere. It works in in your renovation. It works in your partner's business. It works in someone else's career. Like money is energy everywhere. You either believe that or you don't. And so when I went all in with this and started experiencing the leaps and understanding from you about surrender, like I had to surrender to the whole process. My whole living situation the whole fact that this was like so inconvenient and yet I was feeling called to it I had to surrender to the how to how this was working and it was just like how you've taught me to surrender during orgasm right allowing life to penetrate me deeper and deeper and deeper I just had to open up to it and let it let it happen and through that through that understanding that awareness through that practice of surrendering I started speaking up about things that literally brought me to my knees. Like I started speaking up about my beliefs about money on the internet and online. And I started sharing the things that I've held inside of my heart for, I've been in business for 12 years now, Kim, like I've held this in my heart for at least six or seven of those years thinking I cannot teach this. I'm going to be persecuted for what I'm teaching. Like it just goes so against the grain, but that level of surrender 
taught me to speak my truth in a way that I had never done it before to the point where you might remember this during our mentorship, Kim, I had like this thing on my lip. It came out as I started speaking out about things and it was literally like stuff leaving my body. Um, and it was really freaky and scary because I went to see someone about it and she said, like, that is some really bad stuff, like <laughs> leaving your body right now. And I, again, I just had to surrender to it. Um, and what ended up happening was like this cataclysmic shift in my experience of money coming back in to support me in a way that like it was like exponential. Do you know what I mean? And it hasn't stopped. It wasn't like a one off. It wasn't a fluke. It keeps getting better and better and better and better. And I know this is from the work of, of learning how to surrender to life and how to surrender to the muse and how to speak my truth, even in situations where it makes me feel uncomfortable because it develops intimacy and it develops love and it develops a, a clear channel for you to just connect, right? Absolutely. So just to give some background, Haley has taken my vaginal Kung Fu salon and now she's currently in my mentorship program. So she's referring to like the investment that she made for the mentorship program was like 25,000 US, which probably is like 40,000 Australian or was yeah. something like that, which would have been yeah, yeah. pretty big. And then coming back into your own creative space and all like throughout the mentorship program we work a lot on block clearing and your own embodiment of the work with the idea that if you you can't really teach this work on a deep level if you haven't done your own work and you haven't processed through your own stuff and so that's where we start is really focusing on people's own block clearing looking at their own intimate lives and relationships and orgasms and then moving through that to be able to then become purely embodied teachers of this work and models of this work which that's you know Haley's a great example of that so your financial abundance experience so as you were going through the program and then feeling yourself unfold more into abundance like what correlations did you notice like I've often seen with people that as they clear blocks within themselves like every block can kind of show up then that they clear as something that comes to them like they let go of something and like this universal law like I've often heard this phrase on my spiritual path that the universe does not like avoid. And so as you purge things and you let go of them, the universe actually rushes in to fill up that space with something more positive. It's kind of like the laws of feng shui, right? Like we clear out clutter and then we allow more positive things to come into our lives. Well, something really interesting happened for me during this process. And that was that there were times when I realized that I actually needed to slow myself down and there were things that were coming up that I had never dealt with from my past before. And so it was really, it was quite um, earth shattering to kind of start allowing myself to go there, to feel safe to go there. And then that translated into my conversations with my partner when we were like just having intimate conversations where we were kind of clearing the glass between us. And I noticed that the juices started flowing in all different ways. So when I started um, allowing these things to come up, not because they were, there was something wrong with me or it meant I had to stop or it meant I had to push through or force through, but just allowed my body to tell me when it was a yes and when it was a no and just allow my body to 
show me by way of how juicy it was feeling that things were good or things were not good that I was able to actually move through some of the stuff that, I mean, things come up, Kim, that you don't expect. You know, memories come up, experiences come up from the past that I hadn't even remembered. And through this work, I was able to slowly, gently, just kind of recondition my neural programming, recondition the pathways that had told me something was dangerous or like I couldn't do that. I wasn't able to orgasm in that way. This wasn't available for me. And slowly but gently, my body just started to become so much more in flow. Like I felt the energy moving all the way through my body. And because of that, it's like, that was the one area that I hadn't really gone yet. Like I'd done so much work on myself, but I left sex to be the last thing. I was like, oh, I'll go there later. Like that's that's something that kind of comes after business and whatnot. But really how you do anything is how you do everything. Mm -hmm. So where I was tense in my relationship, where I was tense in my orgasm, where I was tense in my just like sexual energy all, all up and around me, I was tense. When that started to flow again, everything started to flow. Right. And that's what I see quite a lot. And I know in my own experience, like when I cleared some of my biggest sexual blocks, like went into my biggest, I don't know, had my biggest breakthroughs, I guess, sexually. That's when financially then things really started to flow. Like I was at a steady pace for a while with my financial income and then, and I guess even my manifesting abilities. And then once I hit these like, quantum leaps in terms of me breaking through things that I'd been, I don't know, like stuck with or that had been with me for a while or patterns or really, I guess it actually comes down to courage, like really, really daring to leap into some new places. And that's when the payoff really happened, you know, and I'm a really big proponent of the idea of courage being the price of admission, like courage being the quality that separates the girls from the women or like the people yeah. who really make amazing things out of their lives and those who don't like I often think that we do get similar opportunities if not you know very much the same like that can be dependent on karmic conditions and a variety of things but the thing that separates people it can often be the idea of courage like people who are willing to really jump through and dive into and shed, you know, something that they'd been relying on in the past or like comforts that they've been hiding behind crutches and let those go and step forward. And that's when the universe like rushes in to like, just take you upward and outward and allow you to give your gifts into the world. And I see such a big correlation between sexual energy and that as being our creative gifts, our genetic blueprint, so that when we actually become in tune with our sexual energy more and more and more and more, that shows up as a more refined and true expression of who we are out in the world in terms of our vocation and the gifts that we have to give out in the world. So have you, I mean, I like what you'd said earlier about there being things that you had been wanting to share about and talk about in your work because you're a coach for a while and you had these fears of persecution or judgment and that having 
obviously going through the mentorship program would help give you more and more courage but as you took those chances or built that up and cleared your own blockages that that became easier and easier to do kind of unstoppable like that's what I found is that when people actually move into that space actually their self-expression becomes unstoppable they're not trying to take chances they're not trying to be courageous they're not trying to be more of themselves they just are I could not agree with you more. (laughs) It was surprising because you begin to feel so powerful, like in every area of life, you will know what to do when the time comes and you really do begin to feel absolutely unstoppable. And was it easy? No, but the ease was a choice. Like diving into a scary conversation didn't become it didn't necessarily become easier. I felt the same feelings in my body of fear, but I was able to move through it from understanding that when you start to transform one area of your life, it it flows over to every other area of your life. So while I might've been talking about money, I could feel my whole body tingling because I knew that this work that I had done with my sexual energy had made me feel so alive and so powerful that I could really say anything. And I knew that I could take care of myself. I knew that I would be okay if everything else fell apart. And so when you start channeling and well, when you start recreating your life based on this new foundation of understanding that you can actually speak your truth and you will be okay. I found that actually I didn't have to try for these situations to be courageous. Like those situations came to me. It wasn't like I was going out into the world and going, I'm going to be courageous here and now I'm going to be courageous there. Just like you said, it naturally started to happen. People started to notice things from the other side of the world, call me up and ask me for help for different things. And I was like, you could feel me through the internet because Mm. something has actually transformed in my whole energy, right? Like people who have known me for a really long time, but we've never spoken, right? People who I really, really respect and love and admire, I didn't even think they knew who I was, were all of a sudden reaching out for my help because I was showing up in a way that I had never shown up before, but it wasn't coming from a place of force. It was coming from a place of power. I know that you had a big launch when you were in the middle of the program and that went really well for you. Yeah. Yeah. I've had many big launches since, since then. Um, something kind of shifted for me and I ended up making the same amount of money that I used to make in a year in about two weeks. (laughs) And then a month later, yeah, about a month later, I did the same thing again. And then a couple of months after that did (gasps) double that. What? Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like I'm serious when, when I say like, the channels do really open up when you start doing the work in areas of your life that you think might not be relevant to what what you want to manifest or create like if you want to create something in your business and you think oh well that sexual stuff has nothing to do with my business like i'll deal with that once i've really focused on my business so i'm going to engage a business coach and i'm going to learn strategies and i'm going to get them to beat all the fear out of me but what's really available in this moment is to have a deep conversation with your partner that opens up intimacy and for you to allow to surrender to what's happening in your relationship or to what's happening with the sexual energy in your body and what happens to you when you're about to have sex and you don't feel like it and you're forcing yourself to do it right those 
interesting pieces of stuck energy around your body, that's where the leap is available for you. That's where you become the channel for everything else to manifest. It's not enforcing yourself in the direction that you think you have to go. It's in being available to the direction that is right in front of you and surrendering to it. And for me, that was my sexual energy. So I know for you personally, a big piece of your journey was the concept of and probably still is like occupying more of your feminine energy because you've said yeah. several times the idea of surrender was part of the process for you. And we talk about that a lot. Like when, as women, we turn into more of our feminine energy and aren't reliant on what we think we need, which is like a really strong, dominant, forceful, masculine kind of occupation of ourselves to get things done. And being more in the feminine is kind of like what you're describing, like tuning into the moment, like what's available in the moment, nurturing ourselves, not forcing ourselves and coming from this place more of cultivating our inner abundance or peace or wellness. And then we start to attract and manifest things. Like you said, people were reading things in your energy field from across the world, right? Like we're starting to radiate something that people pick up on in the ethers. And so it isn't about then, mm -hmm. it's not so much about, okay, my website needs to look like this for me to get clients. It's like, actually my energy field needs to feel like this for me to get clients because that's what people are responding to. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think that, you know, for me, like the more deeply I go into my sexual energy and the idea of opening and, you know, the idea of surrender, like for me as a woman, like one of the best entry ways to get there is through deeper vaginal orgasms. So G-spot orgasms, cervical orgasms. We did a podcast a couple of weeks ago on cervical orgasms and how they really are this gift and this power tool for women because the whole process to get to cervical orgasms is to open and to relax and to surrender. And when you do that, you open up this whole flow. It's like you begin to become a channel for divine spirit and divine energy in the world. And you are then, when you act in the world, you're not thinking so much as you are just being. And that translates <laughs> into then you just, it's like, you know, when you're surfing or you're doing anything and you're in the zone right? Where you feel mm. like you can do no wrong. You just intuitively go from thing to thing to thing to thing. You make great mm -hmm. decisions. The world just seems to open up to you and bring to you what you need. You start to occupy this place of the zone and the flow and abundance. And as women, our vaginas are one of the biggest tools that we have to take us there, right? This, that's what these are. They are caverns that lead us into the unknown, like we're the void of the uterus, this portal between life and death, between this world and the other worlds, the cervix and the uterus, where we bring life down into this world, they are our creative channeling mechanisms in this world, on this plane. And so our journey to addressing, connecting to, occupying our sexual energy as women is so pivotal to how we can manifest out in this world. 
And often, you know, women's reproductive issues are just relegated or historically have been relegated to baby making, right? And even trying to like force women to just be like housewives for, you know, ages Mm. that relegating this power again to just their ability to make babies rather than this deeper purpose of tuning into this energy doorway to our creative source. And prior to more of... I guess maybe patriarchal cultures where before that in matriarchal societies, they valued this power that women had of creativity, being connected to the other worlds, being these vessels for bringing in new life. And, you know, through all kinds of practices that we can do, like jade egg work, yoni massage, sexual work, orgasmic exploration within the vagina, we activate the power of the vagina to act as this channel for us. And so all of the work that I do for women is about really getting them to reconnect to this place within themselves. My vagina became my muse during this process, Kim. And I mean, I grew up as a martial artist. I spent 15 years doing martial arts. I was competing at an international level. And everything I learned about success was you do not show pain in the dojo. Uh, you don't let you don't let down your guard. You don't let yourself be vulnerable. You show up. You don't show any weakness. And you just keep going until you pass out, literally. <laughs> and I was really good at that I got to the very top nine times in fact and I burned myself out really bad I spent um after I won my eighth world title I ended up with chronic fatigue syndrome and I was sick for almost three years and during that time I learned and realized that I was so disconnected from my body I was so disconnected I didn't even know what intuition was but during the years I was healing my body I had to learn to actually start listening to it. And that, like, I think I got better around 2011. And between then and now, I have been really deeply connected to my intuition, but I never associated my intuition with my vagina. Like that piece right there, that like, I got to like nine out of 10 and the, using my vagina, like listening to it, became the 10 out of 10 piece. It was like the missing puzzle piece that allowed me to step into like my truest feminine power. You know, moving away from being a martial artist, I had to relearn how to do life, like not force it through, not punch people in the face, not... (laughs) not go until you pass out literally I really I really had to rewire like everything that I knew about success right and to to be at the top of your game there you had to be able to fight like a man you had to be able to show up and play with the boys even though you were fighting with women everyone would try to be a woman try to be a man sorry and so the way that I became successful in my martial arts was really to own and honor the fact that women are very different from men. We are very into our flow. Our power is in our presence. And that's what had me stand out in my martial arts. But again, I got it on a cerebral level, but not in a heart level, not at a body level, not from an embodiment perspective. And so this little piece of the puzzle, it's not little, but it's huge. It's an inch mile, but it's a wide, a, a mile. <laughs> it's an inch wide, but it's a mile deep, was this piece of understanding that my vagina is always speaking to me. It's telling me what to do. And so in this process of letting go of everything that I thought that I knew about business, 
everything that I thought that I knew about how to be successful and whatnot, which I was pretty successful. I've been doing what I've been doing for a really long time. So through this process of learning that last piece about listening to my vagina, my vagina began to tell me when something was right and when something was not right. I no longer had to think. So how would it tell questioning you? Rules. How would it tell you? Well, it would tingle. It would get wet. I would get excited. I would feel turned on by life or by the idea, not just sexually or not just by my partner, but just by an idea. I would start to tingle and I'd start to feel all of this energy down near my vagina and I knew like this feels really expansive this feels really good this feels kind of naughty this feels kind of like I could do this right now (laughs) kind of that feeling like you want to have sex with it the idea yeah and so when I started speaking up as I mentioned about the things that I was afraid to talk about I would feel my vagina tingling. Mm. And as I started to question how I needed to do these things and what was the next right step, because I was moving out of a comfort zone of these are the rules that I've been taught about business. I was completely breaking all of those rules. And in some ways it felt kind of naughty, but in the rest of the ways, it felt like a major, major turn on. I felt so liberated. I felt like I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm making this up as I go and it has never felt better in my life. And really I would call that surrender. I was so surrendering to it, but it felt so good that I ditched the idea of sales pages for two of those major, major launches that I had. I didn't have sales pages. I just started sharing what I was doing on the internet and people were feeling it. I ditched the idea that I had to have everything organized before I began. And I started sharing my ideas, inviting people to do it. And, and it was felt. And of course it was felt because I was not thinking with my head. I was thinking, thinking with my whole body and I was expressing from my heart my deepest truth and finally the people who have always been there in my life who could never see me because I was censoring myself could all of a sudden see me feel me they got me and they were like yeah I'm up for that too I believe that too I was saying the things that they believed that I just wasn't brave enough to say before does that make sense oh yes I love it and I think (laughs) that's the thing about that true authenticity, like even if we're hiding a little bit, like people can't see us or something's not right, you know, something doesn't feel right. And so they back away. But as soon as you go for it and the truth comes out of you, well, of course, we know that gives other people permission to speak their truth and live in their truth as well. But people, yeah, like I love what you said, that they see you more clearly. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. Like it really did take courage. And as I mentioned before, I developed this thing on my lip and I knew it was just every bit of fear leaving my body. It's no coincidence that as I began to speak up, something occurred on my lip and something energetically and actually physically was leaving my body at the same time. And so rather than seeing it as, oh my goodness, now I have to hide. They've got this ugly thing on my lip and I, maybe it's all dangerous because it did feel dangerous. Uh, I decided to make it mean that I'm doing the right thing. And as I keep expressing myself, everything I don't need is just going to leave. And I feel like I left my body like a snake sheds its skin and that skin is somewhere behind me and everything feels fresh and new and different now and absolutely limitless. And it is such a turn on. (laughs) (laughs) 
I love that. I love this analogy because I've experienced that myself where the vagina actually starts to become like this sentient entity. And I noticed that when I first began a more serious jade egg practice is that there was me and there was my vagina and they both had (laughs) will, they both had direction, they both had a compass. And the same thing when an idea would excite me, it was like, yeah, I would be turned on not by a sexual idea, but a creative idea or a decision yes. to make and I would ask the same kind of thing get a flutter in my clitoris in my vagina and involuntary you know it would just start to happen and that would be like all right well that's the direction to go in is this my vagina my compass <laughs> yeah it makes you it makes me laugh often as well it makes me laugh I'm like standing there awkwardly going <laughs> my vagina is tingling I really need to do this thing right now <laughs> And this is the beautiful, like the similarity. So if our sexual energy is creative energy, and then that turns, it's our birthing energy, whether it's ideas or babies and, you know, sex and money and creativity are all part of second chakra stuff. And so they're all connected. And like you say, money is energy. And so when we're in alignment with our own energy and we're giving our gifts to the world, the universe returns that as financial abundance. It's really, it's simple, but but I think maybe because of our own conditioning about how we look at money and even how you described your martial arts training, like you, like, like what is intuition? You just overridden it for so long that you're, mm. you know, with what you think you should be doing that we cut ourselves off from that flow. And then of course, the same thing applies to sexuality. People can be so cut off through the blocks and the trauma and the experiences that they've had that they no longer have a really clean, clear read on that energy and what they actually want. So the work that I was doing with you in Vaginal Kung Fu, which is the first course that I signed up with you for, um, which wasn't long before I decided to join you for the mentorship was the articulation of the muscles, like the way that you teach using the jade egg wasn't just like put it in, walk around with it, like you're strengthening your kegels. It was like literal articulation inside. So I started to feel things I didn't even know were there inside my vagina. I started to articulate muscles and walls and I really felt energy tingling in places that I didn't even know that I could access. When I started putting it all the way up into my cervix, I didn't realize that I would be able to feel those walls, like that I could, I didn't feel anything in the beginning. And so as that articulation kind of changed, the feelings and the sensations when life gave me ideas began to change as well. And because that because I could feel it, it was stronger when I had an idea, like it was a stronger yes, it was a stronger turn on, it was a stronger feeling of, oh my goodness, I really have to do this. And I really know in my intuition, in my heart and in my vagina, that through doing the work of looking at the places that I had left dark, the places that I thought, oh, I can I can deal with that kind of later, I can address that later. Um, For me, I felt more aligned and more powerful and more brave to be fully myself in the world because I knew I wasn't hiding a single part of who I was. I knew that I wasn't holding back a single part of who I was. I knew that I had given myself the space to dive into the pieces of conversation and things that I wasn't so sure about that I didn't feel confident about. And while that doesn't 
like logically translate to business when you're showing up in the world and whether you have a business or whether you have a career, when you are showing up in the world and you are not afraid of anything being found out about you, you're not afraid of any part of who you are, you're not ashamed, you don't have stuff, you don't have baggage holding you back, you can be fully where you are and be completely powerful and unafraid and that's what makes a woman unstoppable and a man but that's what makes a woman unstoppable because I'm speaking for myself that's what made me feel unstoppable was I was not avoiding any parts of myself and I was fully in life and I believe that that's the alignment that you mentioned that's when I became a clear channel that's when life went okay she gets it she's here she's all in and the opportunities and the money and the experiences and the ideas and the creativity everything just started to flow I like what you said about that, because I think it's twofold, right? There's this idea of your own, like I call it demon hunting, like going into the self and finding the places that we haven't looked at, unprocessed experiences, there's healing that, but there's also the physical element of your own vagina and your own body. And when you talked about going up into like the deep, dark crevices of the cervix, you didn't say that, but I did, you know, like this unknown (laughs) place, right? And we shine this light of reconnaissance and self-knowledge into there. It's twofold. And I think like so many women have this very cut off, disconnected, I don't even, some women feel like haven't even put their own fingers in their own vaginas. They don't like to, right? Mm -hmm. It's okay for maybe Mm -hmm. somebody else to do it, but they don't want to do it. There's this revulsion that goes along with that. And so there's this whole piece of the self that hasn't been acknowledged or owned or integrated, right? It's, it's completely dissociated. And so on that level, like there's no wonder that people develop ailments or reproductive issues or, you know, because they're literally cut off from that place of the body. So it starts to manifest Mm. these stuck symptoms, but when we do go in there and we do claim all of those parts of ourselves, yes, that's what translates into the unstoppability because nothing can harm us. Like we're completely a hundred percent transparent in ourselves and how we show up in the world. But that sexual self-knowledge piece, which, you know, interestingly enough is such a Western culture taboo, right? It's like, we're told that the entire downfall mm-hmm. of Western civilization from the garden of Eden came through knowledge through self-knowledge and was connected to this idea of sexuality, right? So sexual self-knowledge has destroyed our entire civilization, essentially, right? We've been banished from heaven because we were so bad and decided to have a bit of sexual self-knowledge. And yet that is the piece that truly, truly liberates people. Like that is the magic Phoenix fire gate that takes people into self-realization. I mean, I still believe in powerful spiritual practices and other things we can do for self-realization, but sexual self-actualization is a huge piece of that. And there's even people I'll see like in my spiritual sphere who are quite open in a lot of ways and very accomplished spiritually. And I can tell they're really shut down in their sexuality and that that's holding them back in a way, you know, that they don't really quite realize or it's not emphasized on their spiritual path, but it's a pretty massive thing. Well, I like, I like what you said about power, because if I can look back at 10 years ago myself, when I was feeling unstoppable, when I was feeling impenetrable as a martial artist, and I was coming from a completely different place in my body, like I was 
strong. I felt like a brick wall and yet I didn't feel happy on the inside. I felt like I had to keep up this facade. I had to keep being strong for the world. The world was relying on me to be a certain way. And well, I guess eventually I did burn out from it, but the way of operating was not sustainable for me. And sure, I felt really powerful and I missed that power when I got sick. But now this is a different kind of transparent power, which is like you almost become, what's that word? It's anti-fragile. You know, where things can pass through you and you still feel strong. Like things mm. can happen and it doesn't affect you in any way. It's almost like a piece of grass which has a root in the ground and the wind can come and kind of knock the grass around, but grass doesn't get affected in a huge storm. Right. It's still just there. And that's how it feels. That's really how it feels. That's a beautiful analogy. I like that. Hmm. So is there anything else that you want to add on the whole topic of sex and money and manifestation and overall abundance? Oh my goodness. I would say that if you are thinking that your sexual energy can come later, like it's not as important as whatever you think you want to manifest right now, but something is available to, for you to do in that arena, like you know in your heart, in your vagina, in your intuition, in your body, that there's something that you can do there, do it. Because that is an area that is, as you say, Kim, it's the last place people go and yet it's the one place that unlocks everything for us because of the way that that energy transmutes and moves through our whole bodies that's the place where it unlocks absolutely everything. And if money is energy, then your sexual energy is going to transform the way that you experience money as well in the world. Beautiful. I love that. Yes, the cornerstone. Hmm. All right. How you Thank have you. sex is how you make money. How you have sex is how you make money. If you're a wild, yeah. playful, outrageous <laughs> animal in bed, that's what translates into your outer life. Mm. thank you Haley. thank you so much Kim the bottom line is that to create and shape the life you want enlist your vagina love it give it pleasure spend time with it every day exercise it strengthen it so that the muscle of it which is its creative muscle the muscle of receiving pleasure and good things in your life becomes second nature to you this is how it ought to be your vagina your compass your magnet <laughs> the source from which all life comes in its proper and flowing form, it does. It acts as a magnet and it draws your deepest desires to you. Love, money, career, abundance, all of it. A rich life <laughs> that you birth from your vagina. My Vaginal Kung Fu Salon closes for registration at the end of this week and then it's gone again until next year. This is the place to master all of the vaginal skills we've been talking about. Vaginas as creative centers and movers and shapers in your life. Being able to manifest cash so that it literally falls into your lap because your lap is the thing that attracts it. How to seal energy leaks and clear the blocks that prevent you from using this creative power and the ability to give your partner 
partner a conscious hand job via the articulation of your vaginal walls and hence becoming a voodoo pussy and much more. You can sign up at kimonami.com slash vaginal dash kung dash foo. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, subscribe and also leave a review. And send someone else the gift of a healthy libido and an off-the-charts love life by sharing this episode with them. We'll be back next week. And in the meantime, many happy orgasms.